I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whether your business needs cars, vans, or larger commercial vehicles, you can rent from the best lineup in the UK with Enterprise. And with flexible long-term rental, you can get vehicles for as long as you need them, from minutes to months. Whatever the mission, Enterprise's mobility experts can build a bespoke solution to suit your business needs. Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, hello, hello. Happy Thursday. Yeah, Thursday, my friends. Welcome to another Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily Podcast. We're going to be your host, Andy Goldstein. And a reminder that me, Andy Goldstein, and Darren Bent will be back with Drive Time today at 4pm with the West Ham assistant manager, Kevin Nolan, will be with us in the studio. So make sure you join me, he, and he for that one. Four o'clock today. Anyway, now we start today's podcasty thing by looking ahead to a huge game this weekend between Man City and Liverpool. Live and exclusive. <clears throat> Excuse me, on TalkSport. Now, on White and Jordan, Danny Murphy discusses the tactical battle before debating with Simon Jordan about Liverpool playing at half past 12, once again, following an international break. Blimey, half 12, it's a bit late, isn't it, that time of night? Oh, <clears throat> PM. Manchester City have won the title for a fifth time in six seasons. You need someone that pulls you from behind to realise, oh my God, we are there, we are close. And how the boys from the cop would love to floor Pep for Klopp. It's a game we play against City. It's the most difficult game of the season in every season. And it's that man again, Erling Haaland. They're the best team in the world. Gives it back to Bernardo Silva, 2-0, magnificent goal. When Liverpool get to the finishing line, they've always pushed us all the way to the last day. Brilliant finish on the half volley by Mo Salah. It is a stunning goal from Darwin Nunez. If you could reserve a seat for any sporting event this weekend, this would be it. Danny, I know it's difficult to call and I know where your allegiances lie. You, you would love Liverpool to win it and I'm not surprised at that. But it, is it going to tell us much if we get a winner on the day as to the destination of the Premier League title? Well, I think if Liverpool go there and win, it certainly cements their position as a contender again, for sure. Um, as the contender? Probably, yeah. Um, I think it's a fascinating game because of the quality that's on show. It's a little bit disappointing that it's half 12, only because of the tempo and, and quality that you want to see the game played at. Did Jürgen tell you to say that? No, I just think from a... Forget, forget from... We're going to get to that. Yeah, we'll get to that in a bit, but... I. I, I Anyway, forgetting that, putting that aside, I think it's an intriguing game because I think we saw what what City have been doing recently is releasing one of the centre-halves into midfield, whether it be a Kenji or Stones, rather than a full-back. And I think we saw at Chelsea, if you've got pace against them and there's a quick turnover, there's space to run into. And if Liverpool have Diaz, Salah and Nunes up top, there's no one better equipped than utilising space in behind teams than those three. 
So I don't see City at home changing what they've been doing, which is releasing. It was a Kanji at Chelsea. Stones, when he plays, he does it. He got one of the centre-halves is released into midfield, which creates spaces. And they're confident in keeping the ball and scoring goals themselves. The way City play, it's a great thing to watch. On Mm. the flip side, what you've got is Liverpool releasing Trent into a midfield area from right back. And if Doku plays, with his amazing pace and directness, that's going to cause Liverpool a problem because Canati's been injured. And if Matip plays there and has to cover Trent, lack of athleticism against Doku. So there's all these yeah, little technical yeah. things going on. You mentioned it there. This 12.30 kickoff. Before the break, before they all toddled off, Klopp couldn't help himself and brought up the significance of this 12.30 kickoff time. How can you put the game like this on Saturday 12.30? Honestly, the people who are, who are making these decisions, they are just, they, have, they cannot feel football. It's just not possible. They must, if, if that's the, the, the moment where, you, where the world pays the most to see a football game, nobody has to tell us. I don't know if that's the case or not. I really don't know. But I think there would have been a moment where you could let these two teams who have all together probably 30 international players, they all come back in the same plane, by the way. The South Americans sit all in the same plane and fly back. We pick them up and then Uruguay, Brazil, Argentina, all Colombia, one game, one plane and then we arrive here, so it's really mad. But actually on this one, I make Klopp right, because what he, what I think is where he's going with this is this fixture is amazing because two great teams going head-to-head and everybody should want to see these two teams. That's his latest shtick. No, I know, but it'll, can I talk about what, what I've he just... like? So now he's now now basically attacking the principle because he knows the argument that he's going to no, be... No, but, but there is... A, let me finish. There's, there's, a, there's substance in this particular argument he's bringing, which is this game is one of the best games you'll see in our season. And we want to see all the best players at full tilt, full energy and full fitness going at it. And if they're all flying back from all over, you're not going to get the best quality game that you could see a day later. Yes, I knew what you were going to say. That's his latest shtick. Yes, that is but I can only go version. on what he's just Be- said, because, can because, because, What do you mean? Well, he's, he's now looking at the idea and saying, well, I've complained about it endlessly, about the unfairness of it. Right? So that's not before, that's fallen on infertile ground. I've complained about other things uh, as a result of it. It's constantly us. So now what I'll do is I'll go to the nub of it because I know that the argument's going to come back at me and the argument is going to come back at me, which is, come on, guys, these are the broadcast packages that are sold. Mm. And as a result of these broadcast packages, these slots need to be filled. And these broadcast packages are paid lots and lots of money for Right, and the reasons why you're in the economic position that you're in is because of these broadcast packages being sold. Yeah. So pack it in. So he's now going after the argument, saying, "Well, actually, you'll diminish that sooner rather than later because if we don't serve up good fare, then these broadcast packages won't be sold, and they won't be in a situation with a quality." So what would the argument be then? Don't have a twelve thirty slot, right? Or put Burnley versus Sheffield United in that slot and see how that gets sold. Now, staying with White and Jordan, let's hear from Simon reacting to the decision that saw eight Premier League clubs vote against the ban on loan deals between associated clubs ahead of the January transfer window. I think it's a poor, poor decision. You, even, you know, the idea that we're trying to get some form of governance into the game, not to stifle entrepreneurialism, not to stifle capital investment, not to maintain cartels, but to maintain some form of order and to maintain some sort of governance over football clubs so they're not dependent on individuals that may change their minds or run out of money, is the order of the day. And in this instance, vested interest overcomes the common good of what football probably requires, which is not allowing this to go on. But because of the nature of the voting criteria 
the grown-ups in the room that don't have vested interest would have voted against this. The ones that do. Oh, Man City are going to vote, vote against it. Of course they're not. Yeah, the are, are Chelsea going to vote against it? Of course they're not. Why are Chelsea not going to vote against it? Because half the money that's gone into buying Chelsea is Middle Eastern money that's funded Clear Lake's purchase of... Um, or Clearwater's purchase of... Is, is it Clear Lake or Clearwater? Clear remember. Lake. Clear Lake. Yeah. Uh, purchase and approved private equity. So all of these guys, Sheffield United, Middle Eastern money, you look at it and go, okay, fantastic, well done. What a wonderful... Your argument, it creates an unfair advantage. Like, of course it does. Well, it creates an opportunity to find your way around challenges like financial fair play and find your way around situations where you've created, you've solved the problem by selling a player to another football club uh, or a football club that you're associated with that gets him off your books and, and breaches and gets you away from the obligation of a financial fair and then you loan him back. Yeah, but oh, the, uh, brilliant. I, I, well I, done. I, I, Maybe this is going to kick this club up. They're looking at it again. This is a way around financial governance. Mm. This is a way that bucks a system mm. at a time. It's like we had this argument yesterday about the Give agents. Give me a simplified example. Of, of that how how's it changed because it's a club that you own well because if you're if you've got Saudi if, if, if the case in point is Saudi it's been characterized as being a Newcastle problem it's not a Newcastle problem there's ownership in the Middle East of our football clubs already so this idea that these these clubs that are now buying football clubs and specifically Saudi right now for the purpose of this conversation are buying players that are taking financial fair play problems away from the player that they're buying the club they're buying him from initially so, when they sign so him, they yeah. buy him so if somebody gets rid of dumps a financial fair yeah. play problem because they've got a 40 million pound player that's stinking the place out they want to get rid of him they take him off their books they haven't got the cost implications okay. of him and they capitalise their balance sheet he then gets loaned back to another Saudi football club so that facilitates a solution for the first football club in terms of getting around their financial fair play and back he comes through the door and f- provides a solution to another Saudi owned football club it can't be right for football mm. it can't be right now with that in mind vested interest has overcome collective responsibility <laughs> The breakfast now, and the Wolves captain, Max Kilman, joined Adam Zill and Gabby Abonhorn on the show to discuss Wolves' season so far. You know, we've started off quite well, I guess, and um, we've picked up a good, good few results away from home. Where last season we really struggled away from home, you know, so we're definitely coming in quite confident and need to make sure we do our best and pick up as many points as we can. Max, you know, it's amazing when you say that we've struggled away from home. That game at Old Trafford keeps coming back in my mind. I thought you battered Manchester United yeah. and didn't win. I couldn't believe that game at the start of the season. Yeah, we were really good, you know, at the start of the season against Man United, of course, you know, we come in. With a new manager, and we didn't have you know much expectations just to go out and you know try to get something from the game. Of course, it didn't happen, but I think we performed really well. What's it like for players um, um, now, um, Max? Because us not watching the game, the penalty wasn't given. Um, Onana's um, foul on one of your players. How frustrating can it be for players to not sort of bite? You know, you do bits of media afterwards. You have to keep your composure. Yeah, no, it's extremely difficult of course you know there's been some decisions that have gone against us but mm-hmm. you know as, as footballers we just got to get on with it because there's nothing else we can really do apart from just try to move on and you know make hopefully in the next time these things will ha- won't happen Max I look at the table and just everyone talks about Brighton and rightly so Brighton have been brilliant you're just four points behind them which is remarkable really you know never mind the drop zone 10 above the drop zone I'm looking up now at Wolves and thinking you keep this little run going over Christmas New Year but the games come thick and fast you know suddenly we might be talking about an outside chance for European place <laughs> we don't want to get uh, too ahead <laughs> of ourselves of course but um, we have to take it game by game and Hopefully, you know, things can progress. But, you know, 
you don't want to look too far ahead because there's still a lot to play for, a lot of difficult games. So we want to take it game by game and then hopefully see where it ends so I played at the a end long, of the season. I played a long time ago at Molyneux. It wasn't an easy place to play. If that could be turned into a fortress, like you beat in Tottenham, you beat Man City, why not? Yeah, definitely, of course. Um, you know, since I've been at Wolves, you know, there's always coming to Wolves, coming to Molyneux has always been tough for other teams and... You know, I think we're showing that a bit this season. You know, we've had some good results against some really top teams at home. So, you know, hopefully it can continue and, you know, we, as you said, make it a fortress. What was it like, uh, Max, losing Lopetegui right there um, just before the season started? It happened to me at Villa with uh, Martin O'Neill. It can make the players a bit unsettled. You know, you're, you're having whispers of who's going to come in. But obviously, since um, O'Neill's come in, he's been outstanding. He looks like a great coach to um, work under. Yeah, definitely. You know, when Lopetegui left, you know, everyone's a bit confused. Everything was a bit up in the air. No one really knew what was happening. And then Gary came in four days before the start of the season, you know, and I think since then he's done an incredible job. You know, how he set up, set us up tactically against, you know, the top teams. Credit to him and his staff. When they come in, you know, they've been really good, you know, coming in at such a difficult time. And to the wonderful Drive Time show. Some say the best show on national radio. And we were joined by the brilliant Ollie Murs yesterday afternoon. Here's some of the best bits from the very best show on the network. Back to Fernandez, trying to turn, shoots, it's squirting! Manchester United have won it in stoppage time at Craven Cottage again! I'm more worried about the harmony between the, manage, the manager and the players at the moment and that mm. relationship more so than the ownership because I think that's been going on for years. Mm. I mean, we've been talking about this for years and years about how the owners should go and but for me I, I'm more concerned about how Eric Tenha can't seem to get a tune out of the players at the moment there seems to be something not right there that's what I'm worried as a United fan about because we how can we go from last season being you know third in the in the Premier League winning the Carling Cup feeling like we're moving feel like we're moving in a, in a certain direction now we're moving in the opposite direction so that's that's my concern and I think don't get me wrong and the owners need to leave but this has been going on for years for me, I, I, that's my biggest concern. Would, right would you worry about the manager at all? Uh, I want to say no, because I, I really do believe if 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 Eric was to leave tomorrow or today, who who's going to come in? Who who else is out there that you could bring in? I heard you guys talking recently about Graham Potter coming in. But, you know, it, it didn't go too well at Chelsea. And mm. let's be honest, the, the way the club is running at the moment, we I think we need Ten Hag. Something needs to happen with these players because at the moment, it for me, I, I went up to. I'm a, I'm a season ticket holder, even though I'm sure there'll be the the brigade on on Twitter saying, "Oh, you're for Messi." Oh, uh, he, I don't know. He gets it daily. Yeah, I, like, it. I mean, I get it all the time. It's fine. I People don't are just jealous of it. But I love going to watch it. I used to love watching United, but now at the moment, I'm watching a team. I just don't see the, the the love. I don't see them fighting for the shirt, fighting for the badge, and that's that for me i don't care if we lose i don't especially against newcastle when we lost the other week or even against city when you lose with a bit of passion and a bit of fight but at the moment it just seems they're not they're not doing that i watched the luton game recently god mm. it was dire you know this whole x factor kind of when did it become real like okay cuz you go through the, the first round you said the mm. third the third qualifying stages. At one point, you start to think, "Oh, in a second here, this is starting to get a little bit." Uh, it was the first show, the first show, because obviously, for anyone listening, um, and for you guys that you know, when X Factor back then in two thousand nine was the biggest show on TV. I mean, you're talking 
15, 16 million people were watching oh, wow. it. Wow. And our lives went completely... So for them two weeks, there was there was two weeks before the live show started that we were in a house in London. Actually, it was an old, it was it was over in um, Golders Green, over in North London, and it was beautiful houses. Some of the houses were amazing, and it was so quiet and peaceful. And then after the first show had hit, I mean, we went from nobodies to I mean superstars in like well, like it, it was crazy I'd walk down to the local Sainsbury's down in Golders Green and it was just it was just mayhem we, we couldn't go anywhere and I was just like this is mental and then yeah you're you're then you're mingling with Simon Cowell Cheryl Danny Minogue Louis, Louis Walsh Robbie Williams is turning up the ne- next week Michael Bublé then you've then you're singing at the Dorchester in front of Whitney Houston God, and then all wow. of a sudden all of a sudden you're then you're on stage with um you know Brian May and with with you know with Queen and you, then you've got Paul McCartney at the final. I mean, we were just meeting these unbelievable huge stars each week. And I was just a regular lad from Essex that was singing in a pub. It was just nice. crazy. But the most amazing experience. Flo Rida, basically, I did a song with him in 2012, Troublemaker. Huge record. Yeah, huge, massive. One of my biggest records. Went around the world. We sold millions around the world. It was huge here. Went number one. It was massive. Two years later, at the Capitol Summertime Ball, and I'm next to him. He's dressed for him. All right, Flo, good to meet Ollie Murs. He had no idea who it was. Oh, I had to explain to him, oh, Mr. My... Flo Rider, we, we did a song together in 2012. He was just like, who are you, man? Like He just looked, looked at me completely dark. Just like, wow. wow. That's weird. My best Harry Styles story quickly before we go to a break is, so in, t- in 2019, 2018, me and the voice coaches turned up at the Brits and they give you the the, the winner of this video award this year is and we did the whole thing and harry won it sign of the time so i jokingly on the microphone went, well i've never won a brit i'm taking it cheers and when you walk backstage they basically take it off you and you just give it back and I, that's what i did i just gave it back didn't think anything of it and then two weeks later i get a knock at the door special delivery and i've got this massive box in front of him i've opened it up and there's a letter in it it says um this one's for you lots of love all my love h and harry sent his brit award with my name engraved on it Sign of the Times, Harry Styles. I have that on my mantelpiece at home. So I've never won a Brit, but I've got Harry Styles' cool. Brit at home. That's nice, I like that. Should we go into the break with uh, acapella? Dear... <laughs> Should we do it? You start, go on. <clears throat> no, you start. Dear darling, please excuse my writing. Come on, baby. <laughs> I can stop my hands from shaking. It's time for a break. And I know tonight. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. This episode of the TalkSport Daily is brought to you by Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Planning to hire or share a car or van? 
Enterprise is there every step of the way. Whenever and wherever you need a vehicle and whatever it's for, Enterprise can help. With over 450 locations across the UK, they're just around the corner. Whether you need a weekend rental, a holiday hire, a replacement car, or you're planning a business trip, home or away, Enterprise are there to help. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. And finally, we end on the breakfast show. Let's hear from Shabana Hearn and how she educated Adam Zill, Gabby Agbonahor on the UK's most annoying words. Amazeballs. Do you know what I mean? Are we? Amazeballs. You're you're making this up. What's that? Amazeballs is on the list. When something's amazeballs, it means it's so great. It's amazing balls. What is amazing? No. Amazeballs. Holly Bobs. When you're going on your holiday, do you say Holly Bobs? No. no. Uh, What about awesomeness? No. Nope. Okay. What about bants? You say bants. Pants. I don't know. That's a bad word. Yeah. I don't use that. Bants. Bants. Pants. What's bants? Bants with a B, like that's oh, bants, bants yeah, like yeah. banter. You... I don't say bants, well, though. I oh, say, that's oh, bants. Good banter. Do you ever call Jill B? What's no. your nickname for Jill? No, I don't. Not even like babes. Check. No, no, I don't like babe. Does she call you babe? Babe's a, a little pig. <laughs> <laughs> All right, babe. That's what she calls I don't you like then. Babe. <laughs> What about when you're talking about the old hanky panky? Do you ever use that term, hanky panky? No. no. Okay. Sorry, not sorry. Um, no. It's one of the most irritating things to say. I say sorry. Um, this is one you could get used to, Al. Wine o'clock. Do you use that phrase? Not really. Oh my goodness! Anything really. on this list? Do you know what hot girl summer name means? No. I do. What does it mean, Gabby? Because I don't know what that one. Having means. a good, um, good summer, enjoying with your friends. Go on, yeah. hot girl summer. I think it's, it's a single summer when you're single. Maybe. Okay. Oh, oh, is that? Okay, fair I enough. That's so. got to be American, isn't it? What yeah. about methinks? No. Methinks. No. no. That's bad English, that is. Yep. Okay, no problemo. Moving on. No, no. problemo. None of these words. Apparently, these are the most irritating and cringeworthy comments. What are you reading the Beano? Thanks, beer, bar, <laughs> awesomeness. <laughs> right, coming up, more lies and bants on the way. This is Talksport <laughs> Breakfast coming up next. It's wine o'clock, amazing balls. <laughs> Well, that's it, gang. Thanks for listening on the Talksport app or wherever you get your podcast from. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein Talksport daily podcasts up first in the morning. Do what you've got to do to get it. Until then, thanks for listening. Be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from Talksport. The Talksport daily podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.